Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today for September the 19th, a Monday, and another full week for us here on the show. Well, Queen Elizabeth II's funeral today took a good chunk of the programming time, and for good reason. It's a pretty momentous occasion. I don't know how you would find an event and the passing of anyone on planet Earth right now that would draw the attention, that would draw the eyeballs, that would draw the conversation as we have right now with Queen Elizabeth II. So lots of conversation about that, including Sheba Siddiqui and myself weighing in on the ceremony itself and some of the What Comes Next discussion right here on Toronto Today. Uh, Sheba Siddiqui joins me right now. You were up early along with me watching it. Did you have, uh, did you have big impressions? Any surprises to you? Uh, I, th- I was waiting for the king to speak. I thought that he would be giving a eulogy of some type. I would have loved to have heard from him. There was much pomp and circumstance. Um, I've, I've never seen such a, an elaborate funeral. Have you? Well, I almost want to say Diana's was more because it was really? longer and more people spoke. Yes. Uh, and I, it's difficult to tell how many people were on the streets. And I think obviously the world and, and Britain was grieving a lot more. I think that they were, uh, although the the era, the era is getting grieved now because people are like, what's next? But the Diana scenario was just it was six days afterwards, also not 11. So it was it was still so fresh. It was still so shocking. And there were still the you know, there were details obviously coming out about the car accident. What was going on in Paris? Blame fingers of blame were being pointed, as I said, towards the media. This hasn't been that. This is a 96-year-old person dying of natural causes who gave and gave and gave seven decades towards the monarchy and her people. And that's all it was. That's that's what it was. I mean that in a good way. But you can tell that this funeral has been planned for decades. You can just, it's very organized. It's very succinct. They know exactly what they're doing. They know how they're Mm going to do it, where the coffin is being taken, you know, every hour or so. Uh, I feel like it's very organized. Uh, I was expecting to hear from the king. I am disappointed that I didn't hear from him. I would have loved to have heard his words. I know they're having a private ceremony today uh, in St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. Uh, and I guess that's where he'll be speaking. That will be only be pri- primarily family members. But I really wanted to hear from him. I wonder if he got given the option and decided not to, or whether someone strongly advised him and says, and says this, this is just not the time, I suppose. I, I wonder well, when would be the time? Well, any other day but today. I'm saying that from his perspective. What's his? Does he take away from her moment? Is he accused? I, I don't think Charles hmm. terribly cares what other people have thought. Clearly, that's been the case through many of his actions through the 80s and 90s. But, but this was his mother's day, and she was so beloved to him. Maybe he thought, anything I say will be deemed as taking away from the moment that she wanted, which was... Not about it's not about his today is not the day that's about his future as the king. It's just about her life for for seven decades of service. That's well, all that's I can think of. That's what I would have expected, right? Honoring his mother. There's or some family member. That's what I would have I would have assumed. And for him, I mean, he's the head of the family now, so I would assume he would have said a few words honoring his mother, leaving himself out of it. I mean, this was it was a very tasteful ceremony. It was very I found in some ways uh, it was very much you're right much faster than i thought it was going to be mm. uh there were over 2000 guests there uh and this is where westminster abbey have you ever been inside westminster abbey i haven't just been just been by it same as buckingham palace just been the very first summer i went there in 1996 uh we we made it a distinct thing to go to buckingham palace and then the couple of times we've gone past westminster westminster abbey have almost been by accident in transit in a cab or somewhere going someplace else or or trying to do a, a walk from point a to b but never specifically to go there 
So this is where her Queen Elizabeth II's coronation occurred. Um, and this is where, when she was 27 years old, this is where she was married to Prince Philip. This is where Kate and William were also married, uh, I think in 2011. Um, so, I mean, this is a very significant venue uh, for her. Now, she will be buried alongside Prince Philip, I believe, uh, in Windsor Castle. Mm-hmm. But this is, I've never been inside either. It's absolutely stunning, especially seeing it, I mean, today. It's just gorgeous on the camera angles. Just, it's, it's a, it really is a, a, a gorgeous piece of architecture. I've only been outside of it as well. Um, and it was, uh, I mean, I found that the ceremony was, I, did you feel sad? No, not terribly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't there, but at the same time, I, I think it was, it's just a continuation. I think I've got this anticipation of how everyone is going to feel about this. And I've, I've made this point while being sensitive about it. This is just the last time we're going to do something this large scale involving the monarchy. I don't have a doubt in my mind about that. It, most of my friends in the UK feel this is it's going to be strongly tweaked there. So let alone Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Hmm. All these Caribbean countries are having huge conversations. Barbados said enough of the, of the Commonwealth about a year ago, year and a half ago, it feels like. That they that they, they they severed all ties from from the monarchy. Yes, um, they did. It's interesting to see what's going to happen in that regard. I mean, people are talking, but there are pros and cons to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a reason that there's so many of these countries have been part of the Commonwealth for as long as they have. Uh, it does feel like an end of, of an era, right? It seems like there isn't as much uh, love for King Philip for King Charles. Right. It just doesn't feel like people are as excited because she reigned for so long. And even just her coffin, uh, seeing it there, there was her crown on top of the coffin. There was a wreath on top of the coffin. And that was made at King Charles's request. It was her favorite colors, flowers and shades of gold, pink and deep burgundy with little touches of white. Uh, and there was her favorite flower was a, a plant from her wedding bouquet, myrtle. And that was, was made out of myrtle, rosemary, English oak. Uh, and it was really beautiful and touching. I found it very, I felt sad. Yeah. I did feel sad, which I'm surprised. I'm surprised because I'm dead inside. Nothing makes me sad. <laughs> so well, you're I not, a, I wouldn't call you a monarchist. You're, you're very interested in the stories and the personalities. Of course I am. Well, that's not that. So we saw all of her children, the queen's children were all lined up sitting front row. Then right beside them, uh, a few feet over was Prince William and his wife. Uh, and then behind all of them were Harry and Meghan. And there was this angle on the camera where you see all of her children and the the Queen concert, concert and William and Kate. And then you just see Harry off to the side. And I felt for him. Well, you he know just, who he had. You saw who he had to stand next to for most the entire time and March next to. Yes. Who, who, who was that? Well, Prince, Ed, Prince Edward. Correct. Yes. So yes. they're both, I mean, for incredibly different reasons, very out of favor. They also weren't allowed to wear uh, military uniforms because they don't have titles anymore. The Duke of York, Prince Andrew, has been stripped of, of uh, his title. And the Duke of Sussex, which is Prince Harry, um, departed from royal duties. So there is a protocol. They had they wore, in essence, I don't want to call them regular suits. They're probably worth about five grand each, but whatever. Maybe I'm low on that. <laughs> five thousand pounds, uh, British sterling. But they so they were able to wear medals um, reflecting yes. some of their service. But they couldn't dress like Charles. Even Princess Anne was in uh, military regalia. I, I guess I'd forgotten that that was the case. That you dress up and 
you know, you, there's a. She there's looked a, amazing. Right. Yeah. She was uh, seeing her more than her brothers. She looked fantastic in that uniform. But you've got Prince Andrew in a black suit with tails, but with you know, uh, with medals, and uh, and and that that documented a distinct difference between Harry and William, and obviously Andrew and uh, and Charles, and and understandably so. Like you, if you rena- if you are stripped of of those titles, if you renounce those titles, um, there's a you know, there's a there's a opportunity cost on a consequence sure there is i just i still just even where he was seated uh, i just felt like he's just he just looks so distant from the rest of his family and at the end of the day i mean his grandmother has passed away yeah so he's he's feeling something he's feeling a certain way he does need that support and i I just feel and you mentioned the extension you you made a great point last week with the extension of trauma this is only going to remind him of what happened 25 years ago when he was nine or ten years old and walking behind twelve, Diane, twelve. Okay, Diane, yes. walking behind Diana's casket with his fifteen-year-old brother. Yes. Walking behind, they lost their mom decades earlier than they should have, and the world did as well. So that felt like a more, um, uh, like way more somber, devastating, yes. knife through the heart occasion for the country than this does. The questions now are what happens to the country. I mean, I mentioned to Ben. The, the country's politics are a mess. Ours feels like a mess. The states feels like a mess. So, but the, but the queen wasn't able to do anything in the last six years to not, not allow it to be a mess. You only have so much influence. But if you could, if you could take your focus away from politics in, in, in the United Kingdom, you could turn and see her and go, she's just who she is. She shows up. She does the work. She's there. She's apolitical. She's not commenting on this, not commenting on that. And is just being uh, uh, what a leader is, and and that's being a, an objective, uh, at times stoic person that you you listen to and, and hang on their every word. And I think Great Britain kept doing that till the very end with her. Well, most of the time, I felt she was stoic unless her corgis were around. I never Correct. saw any emotion from her. And you're right, she did her duty. She put it first. Um, some would argue she put it before everything else, which I don't know. I don't know how that worked out. Uh, I mean, just in terms of her relationship with her children, uh, but you can just tell she's, I mean, her grandchildren, her great grandchildren, you can tell she's going to be missed. Uh, you can see the sadness in their faces. I feel for them. Uh, the bell at Westminster Abbey told once a minute for 96 minutes today in honor of the queen. Uh, and it's, I feel like the city and the country is, is in mourning. Do you think, I think now in retrospect, given that this is in essence over without the procession and and in Ontario anyway, it's not even eight o'clock in the morning having a holiday across the province for all workers would have been a, probably a step too far. That's me saying that. What do you think? I agree with you. I mean, it happened so quickly. I feel like, okay, her funeral's over. Now what? Now we're just watching, you know, different camera angles of, of the coffin being, you know, um, marched through London so, yeah, I think that the day off is a little, I mean, I know there are schools in BC and different parts of the country that are closed today uh, and people are scrambling for childcare. Uh, one thing I did think, I thought of you at one point <laughs> while watching this, how happy were you? How many masks did you see at Westminster Abbey? <laughs> not a, not a one. And not uh, one. it was quite a contrast from Prince Philip's funeral, which was only 18 months ago. Again, it's been a 30-month run of this since um, since COVID hit the headlines. Uh, it's probably circulating for five or six months before that when we really think about it. But but the Queen was sitting, Queen Elizabeth sat by herself, no one around, yes. distancing, 
with a mask on saying goodbye to the only husband she'd ever known. That was very sad. It was very sad watching that. And a that year one and a half shot ago. Yes. that was published everywhere. And I, when I was walking through uh, St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle this summer, I remember her seat, and she always sits in that one seat in the chapel. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. her there for Prince Philip's funeral. I remember her there for Meghan and Harry's wedding. And I just went, and you're not allowed to take any pictures inside the chapel. So I just walked up to that seat, and I just stood there, and I remember that that was my image, just her sitting there all by herself looking so sad and so alone in that seat. Uh, and now that seat, I guess Prince King Charles will be taking that seat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. Like I, I thought, you know, Ben gave a great answer when we had Ben O'Hara Byrne on, and I said, "How ready is is the United Kingdom just to just to move along?" There are people that are probably ready to work. Eleven days is a long process. Um, you know, we've just gone through a death in the family with my wife's dad, and and my wife said over the weekend, she's like. I don't, I, you know, it, it was hard to have two different celebrations of life spread out over 15 mm-hmm. days because we we had to accommodate a couple tweaks in in um, in other people's schedules. And uh, we're now like we're six days removed from that, seven days removed from that. And, and we're just moving on now. So let alone people who are, you know, maybe not were dismissive, Sheba, of of the queen, but they're just Britons that said, well, she was a part of our life. But. But I've got my own life. I've got bills to pay. I've got normalcy to regain. I've got kids in school or, or my, you know, or, or in university. We need to move here and we'll see how quickly um, things felt normal in the UK. Concerts are back on. The theater district's back on. But remember as well, Toronto is going to have a few different unique things today. Um, the, the TTC will stop at one o'clock. Yes. For 96 seconds. Um, the, the ferry, the Toronto Island ferry stops like that's hard to, you know, just stop a ferry. But for 96 seconds, it won't operate. And the other thing I saw was the theater district um, in the first day post-TIFF will keep its marquee lights off. And that's the first time ever that the four Mervish theaters, um, which have a link to the United Kingdom, will keep their lights off. There are still shows tonight, but they'll keep their lights off all day long. And there's probably a few different things like this. But you just brought up British Columbia, and that's the point. Like, it's 4.57 a.m. out there, and it's the, the funeral's over. And yes. no one's going to work today or school today in British Columbia. And I don't know. I don't know about that I think that it's one. a mixed bag, though, Greg. I know some people who absolutely love having the day off and others who are scrambling today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and people in Ontario who thought it's absolutely ridiculous for us to even consider having a day off. And they're very happy with Premier Ford's decision uh, as business as usual. Uh, I was speaking to a business owner this weekend, mm-hmm. actually my my hair salon, and uh, the owner, who's my stylist, he was just telling me, he just started swearing, and he said, can you <laughs> believe they they were considering giving people a day off? I got to pay everybody here for a day, you know how what I'm coming out of for the last few years? He was just so upset at the thought of him possibly having to close today. Yeah. And I told him, you know, well, good thing, you're open, you're, you know, you're, he's just the thought, he was so angry about it, and it just, it was, but put me, I'm not a small business owner. So just to put myself in his frame of mind, it shows you what people in parts of this country are going through today.